This is the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truths simple. Your hosts, Nick Burt and Aaron Apple. Hey, 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 we are back for, call it season two. Season two, I like that, I like that. So, yeah, we are excited to be back. Uh, We took a short break there, but uh, we're super excited to be back on here, and uh, we hope that you are just as excited to hear our voices again. (laughs) Uh, It's been super encouraging because I've had several people that I know personally that listen to the show said, oh, you're taking a break. What are you taking a break for? We've really enjoyed it. And I'm like, ah, good. I'm glad you enjoyed the content. But we need a break because we're, we, life, March was crazy busy, had opportunities to serve, and we did a ton of stuff in the month of March. And I mean, this year has been crazy. So uh, we both got the opportunity. Actually, it worked out great that we were gone the same week. Yeah. So you went to Florida? I went to Florida. Yep. We went to a couple of different places in Florida, but uh, one of the cool highlights were we got to see a satellite launch from NASA. That's so and, awesome. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, the the sound wave from that, even though it was like seven miles away, it took 40 seconds to get to us, but it, it still shook the ground and, and was yeah. very, very loud. That's so awesome. It was really cool. So where where did you go? I went to Tennessee, uh, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge area. Um, the four of us stayed there. Uh, for the week, we did a we had a packed week. My wife did an amazing job planning it, and we had something every two or one or two to three things every day that we went and did, and uh, it was it it was good. I had a ton of fun. We went zip lining, uh, the biggest one in Tennessee, and then like the fifth biggest in the world. Oh wow, that was super fun. My youngest son was able, he was big enough to do it. We oh, we cool. had to hook together a couple of times on the big long ones because he would have gotten stuck in the middle. Yeah, he didn't weigh enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was a ton. Even my oldest son who thinks he's afraid of heights. I don't, I don't know how it's you're afraid of heights. Questionable. Yeah, it's questionable. But he loved it. He ended up upside down on one of them. We, we all went upside down on one I, of them. So I, I it, hope he had a sword with him. <laughs> he bought a sword while we were in Gatlinburg, which is weird, but... Uh, he'd been looking for one, and we found one. So, oh, cool! Yeah, so it was super nice to get away uh, for the both of us. But we're glad to be back. We were excited because we haven't been here and doing this for a while. So yeah. we're both really excited and kind of nervous to do this again to get back into the groove of it. Definitely. Um, I do got to say that this is our last week. Go to the Facebook page, and you can watch these. Um, we do them live, but they're up there. You can watch the videos of us recording them. It's kind of behind the scenes. This is our last week in this little space that we're in. It is. So we are we are upgrading. We spent some money. Yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we built a studio and Nick got it all painted and decorated and I yeah. got a table built. And yeah. It's going to look cool. Yeah. I'm excited. We're excited. So ho- hopefully next week uh, is our goal because we have a, a special guest next week as a, well. A big special guest. Yeah. And we're hoping to introduce the new studio with the special guest yeah. do you want it to say who that is or you want to just wait ah, we can do it at the end okay all right we'll they do got, it at the end they gotta listen to the episode find out to find out who our enormous i'd say enormous guest is yeah um it's pretty cool uh so what are we talking about this week uh we're gonna talk about rest we were both on <laughs> vacation and we were kind of trying to figure out what we were going to talk about and nick came up with the idea Let's talk about rest physically and spiritually. So we're going to focus on uh, what God tells us to do in the way of rest and uh, 
some of what Jesus did as well. Yeah. And I, the very first example in the entire Bible of rest is actually from God, which is a good thing to um, get your examples from the creator. And that's the story in the beginning of Genesis. God creates everything. Uh, he creates light and then day and night and land and water and animals. And then eventually he creates Adam and Eve. And then on the seventh day, he rests. And, he, and Genesis specifically points that out. Genesis 2, 2 through 3. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done. And he rested on the seventh from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Because on it, God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. So I mean, right there at the beginning of the, the second chapter of the whole Bible, God rests from work. Right, it- God got tired and he said, I need a day of rest. And I bet my creations will need a day of rest as well. Yeah. He specifically calls it then the Sabbath. And later, uh, he when he gives the Ten Commandments in Exodus to Moses for his people, he in Moses 20, they're 8 through 11. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not. Do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or a sojourner is within your gates. For in six days, the Lord of heaven made the heaven, earth, the sea, and all that is in them. And on the seventh day, he rested. There again in Exodus, just repeating the fact that we need a break. It's good to work. Creation was good. God said, this is good. The work that he had done. But he took the time and gave us the time and planned in the time for us in the Ten Commandments there to make the Sabbath that seventh day holy. Right. So I live out in Amish country. I guess you kind of do too. Yeah. And they are very diligent about having the seventh day of rest. And every Sunday, you don't, they don't do much work. They don't really do any work. They'll, yeah. get, their, they'll get their horse cleaned up and ready for Sunday service. And that's about all yeah. that they do on that Sabbath day. But in my opinion, it doesn't have to be a Sunday. Yeah. That we physically rest. We need to pick a day out of the week that like we kind of just chill out and don't do a lot or do the type of activities that you really enjoy doing that, or, or maybe activities that help you focus on the Lord and your relationship. Or just renew you in general so that you can continue to do the work, whether it's the ministry or your, your, nine to five job that you go to every week, just the, just taking some time to back up from that and, and renew yourself. Cause we always know like vacation, we were just talking, we went on vacation. That first day was rough, but you're rested and you're ready to go. Yeah. Like you get that, that renewal by taking some time off. And now we took vacation. We took a week off, but taking Sunday, let's say most of us, rest this most of us use this sunday as the sabbath there um but you know going to church coming home and mowing the lawn for me it's mowing the lawn like some people might think that's work i got a little rider lawnmower so it's it's not it's time for me i throw on a podcast i'll get some knowledge from something that i'm listening to i love being out in the sun like that's it's relaxing to me you know it's not necessarily sitting on the couch and sleeping right and I'm in a and I'm in a similar boat. But when we came back from vacation, I was really annoyed that I have to mow my yard. 
<laughs> in northern Indiana, it's, you are never happy with the weather and the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got back home and I was like, gosh, I got to get my lawnmower ready. <laughs> Grass is already too tall. So it's yeah. going to be a process. But uh, mowing the yard is one of the things that I find joy in as well. And it it allows me the opportunity. A lot of times I listen to music and um, mm-hmm. most of the music I listen to now is Christian music. So it provides an opportunity to pray and worship. And uh, one of the other things I find rest in is cutting firewood. Um, I just, <laughs> I love the physical activity in that. And it, I just feel good when I'm doing it. And I can also do the same kind of thing. I can yeah. throw some music on and I just go to town cutting firewood. And Yeah. So it's not, we're not talking just like vegging out. Yeah. Throwing on a TV, which I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with that. If that's how you relax, then that's fine. Assuming you're not doing it the other six days, the entire six days, you know what I mean? This is something we do that's different. This is something outside of your normal, you know, sometimes you got to mow the lawn through the week because the way the grass grows. Right. But this is a, an activity or something you're doing that's just different from your normal nine to five or your normal work week that's hectic. We both have kids. You take Adeline to horse stuff. Our they have a Zoom meeting tonight for pigs, and we have baseball tomorrow night. And you're just you're pack jammed. Yeah, taking some time to do something different, right? To the, to let your well, in my case, my body doesn't really relax that much, but my mind does. Yeah, like it, yeah. it shuts down. It provides an opportunity to let you focus on the things that truly matter, and that that's God. Yeah. So in those moments of rest, we need to be intentional about putting God in those too. And, and seeking him in those moments for our, our coming week or whatever, you know, you got going on. Using those times to just just pray or just seek God in, yeah. in some manner, uh, which is what I find myself doing when I'm, I'm mowing the yard. Typically it's worship music and same kind of thing, splitting, splitting firewood. Yeah. But. So, but what we want to do, though, is we want to make sure we don't take this too far. For me... Cutting firewood would be going way too far. <laughs> like that is way too much work for these little arms. And that, I, that's not rest to me. Now, I I understand what you're saying where you find rest in that. And yeah. I love that. Uh, some people might say mowing the lawn is work. You know, if I had a push mower and had to push my yard with push mower, I'd call that work. But we want to make sure that we're not taking that literally too far in the New Testament, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law and the religious leaders who took it so, they, they made all these rules that weren't actually given to them, just crazy religious and crazy to the T. And you could not do anything. If you did, any, if you picked up your mat, they got mad at Jesus for doing a miracle and telling the guy to pick up his mat and go away. Like, no, you can't pick up your mat. It's the Sabbath. Like, that's work to them. So they took these things way too far. And I think we want to make sure that we're not doing that. An example there in Mark 2, 23 through 28. On the Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields. And as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. And the Pharisees were saying to him, look, why are they doing this? It is not lawful on the Sabbath. And he said to them, have you never heard what David did when he was in need and was hungry? He and those who were with him how he entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him. And he said to them, 
The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. So I think what that's saying is, that's a long section of verses there, but they were doing something as little as just plucking grains off the top of the, in our area, corn, an ear of corn off the top there to eat it as they're walking through. And they called this work. Yeah. I mean, they're just hungry as they're traveling. Right. And they went through such an extreme there. It's not, that's not what it's about. No. And the the one that always gets me, you kind of touched on it there. I think it's the same one, but Jesus heals that guy on the Sabbath and like they're ticked. Yeah. They're, they're mad that Jesus healed him. And then the guy was able to stand up, pick up his mat and, and walk out where, how can you even get mad at that? Yeah. Like he just, you just watched a miracle firsthand and you're going to be, your focus is this is Sunday and you're not, you're not supposed to do that. And I imagine these guys just followed him and watched for this stuff. Yeah. I'm going to paraphrase this, but Jesus says to him, is it, is it more work to heal him or to say your sins are forgiven? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you're making such a rule out of this. It's not, that's not what it's about. And he says, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for us to take rest, not us to work, to not do anything because the day is holy. Yeah. If you can heal a man yeah. on Sunday, you better heal that guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that is loving your neighbor, right? Like, yeah. if, if you can help him out and he's struggling, but it's a Sabbath day and he's struggling, let's say he's not a believer and you're like, ah, man got a flat tire today i'm sorry it's sabbath i can't help you exactly how's that loving your neighbor like i don't know how it is the thing you should do is go over there pray with him and help him fix his tire not yeah and they knew that loving your neighbor a couple weeks ago we talked about the greatest two commandments the guy they were trying to trick jesus and he said well you tell me what it is and he and he said love the lord your god love your neighbor as yourself so we talked about that a couple weeks ago so they know that they need to love their neighbor. They know that that's the call that we're called to. And yet they would pass by this guy. Pass. I love that example. I'm glad you said that. Pass by this guy who could use some help with a tire. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's sorry. Sunday. I, I listened to something the other today or yesterday. It was something with an, a waitress. Oh, it was. um, Who was that? It was on Facebook. I think it was your pastor, actually. And he said something about talking to this waitress. And she. And she's like, yeah, typically Sundays are the worst. Oh, it's all those, it's all those are just needy and, and yeah. a pain in the butt. It's typically Sunday morning when all the church people, Sunday afternoon, when all the church people get out of church. Oh, nice. That's, and it's that's like a great reflection on it, the church. Exactly. And it's, she has, she knows it's Sunday afternoon when they get off. And it's like, how is that? It's not, it's not, that's the problem. Yeah. And, and we're going out of our way to not do good. Even on Sunday, like you get out of church, you should be the the best version of yourself for at least an hour through lunch. And they're not, and they're a pain in the butt, and they're and they're crappy to the waitress. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, it's she doesn't want She doesn't want to deal with these people. Yeah, and then like she doesn't have the opportunity to go to church, but now her opinion of these people from yeah. church. Yeah. Is terrible because she deals with them every Sunday, and they're yeah. rude. They don't tip yeah. well. What whatever it is, that's not that's 
not what we're called to either. Yeah. We're and we're making her work on Sunday. And like I, if you yeah. want to call it a Sabbath day, you better not go out to eat. Because you're making somebody else work. That's true, but I do love going out to eat on Sundays. I, I, <laughs> no. So you're going to take this day that you're going to call holy, that you're going to not work, you're going to rest, but then you're going to treat people crappy. Right. Right after you got out of church to this waiter waitress and not going to tip her well. Yeah. And then we're supposed, those people say she's an unbeliever. Her view of the church's rules. And they're crappy after Sunday. Yeah. That's not what the Sabbath is about. No. That's us getting it wrong like the Pharisees were getting it Exactly. Wrong. I mean, of all the days, you're going to call that day the holy day, but of all the days, you're not going to. You're going to be rude to You got to do it on that day. Yeah. You got to be, I don't know. Maybe that's off topic, but. I don't, I don't think it is because it's that same concept as passing by the guy with a flat tire. You're yeah. going to go out to eat. And somebody else is working for you yep. because you don't want to go home and make lunch, which is fine. I get it. Yeah. I'm like you. I, I would rather have breakfast, though. So if we're going out to eat, I'm getting breakfast food on Sunday. But if you're going to go in there and you're going to get angry because service is slow because the restaurant's busy or or whatever, yeah. like they know the likelihood that since it's Sunday that you're, you're a churchgoer. Yep. And they're, they're going to judge you by that. And that's going to reflect on the church. Right. It could be just that person, but it's, but it's not. It's it's a reflection of the church. It's every Sunday, right after they get, right before they go to church, or right after they get out of church. Yeah. It's every Sunday. I don't want to work Sundays because they're rude. And that's a reflection of the rest of the church. So don't be a Pharisee and take it too far and say you can't even pluck corn out of the stalk as you're walking by. You can't do anything. Don't heal. Don't be like that. So, yeah, as we talk about physical rest, uh, head over to our Facebook page. Look us up, Two Fish Podcast. Uh, we're also on Instagram. Uh, but let us know how you find re- relaxation and physical rest in your in your daily walk. And maybe it's not Sunday, but it's a Monday or a Tuesday or maybe it's Friday night. Uh, but let us know how you find rest in, in those moments. And um, as we were just talking about, like, us as a church body, I think I think there's a challenge in here too. Uh, if you are going out to eat on Sunday, find a way to worship or pray for your waitress or or whatever on Sunday. Do something different in that restaurant than than what you typically do. Use use this day of rest to worship God, to build your relationships with those around you, yeah. and and don't let it just be a a day of checking out. There you go. I like that. Hashtag don't just check out. Don't just check out. We should probably actually look at these hashtags before we say them to make sure there's nothing. <laughs> no, we're creating them all. We're creating them. Hashtag I like that. Hashtag don't check out. Is that what it was? Yep. I like that. So, yeah, let us know how you like to find uh, physical rest in your in your walk. Yeah. And what day that is. If it's Sunday, Saturday. Or whatever. But the, the other end of this rest is spiritual. And uh, having uh, physical rest is good and and a godly thing, but there's another aspect to it, and that is our spiritual end of our life, too, and we need to rest in God. Yeah, and I think a great way, and maybe the intent of the Sabbath, was to renew ourselves for this reason, 
take time to rest so that we can do this. We talked about riding the lawnmower and mowing the lawn and how that gives us an opportunity maybe that we wouldn't normally be sitting for a half hour to an hour or however big your yard is to take the time to fill our own cups because we should be serving other people and we should be throwing out ourselves for other people. Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing, by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I think that points to resting in him, resting spiritually. And I don't mean that like checking out spiritually. That's not what I'm saying. I'm It's more like resting in him so that he can through his spirit or through his word or whatever it is, fill, fill you up so that then you can go and test. It says so that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. And I think that's also for the things throughout the day you need to be able to test and approve. Hey, is this God or is this not God? Is this godly or is this not godly? Is this right or is this wrong? Having taken the time to renew our spirit and renew ourselves allows us to make sure that we're walking the way we're we're supposed to be walking. Yeah, I really I really like Romans 12 too. Um don't conform to the pattern of this world. So don't get stuck in that daily routine, that revolving door, the things that just get us hung up and we keep constantly just spinning our wheels, right? But be transformed by renewing our mind, by getting in to our word, by getting into our, our spiritual realm and connecting with God and building that relationship. I think that's just one of the, the really important verses um, is not to conform to the pattern of this world, which is it's not a godly pattern. Yeah. Like it's that sinful nature in us that constantly we're in fight with that wants to come out. I, I don't, oh man, I just had a thought and I definitely don't want to take this out of context, but it popped in my mind, not transform to the pattern of this world. Um, when you said that, it made me think of Chick-fil-A. So working this, the, we're making the waitress work on Sunday morning. The working seven days a week is the pattern of this world. Our economy, the right. world economy works 24 seven. Yeah. Like there's always business going on, but that's the world. But then I, th- I just, Chick-fil-A is an example. Cause I don't know how many times I've pulled up in the drive-thru thinking, yes, no one's in the drive-thru to sit there and remember it's Sunday. They're not open. Yeah. And I feel like an idiot for sitting there on Sunday and everyone probably is driving by saying that idiot it's Sunday. They're not open. So maybe that, and that's just what popped in my mind when you said that was do it different. I mean, that can point back to the Sabbath. I think is taking the time to not work and to rest and to rejuvenate ourselves. Uh, so then again, Philippians four, six, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I think that's again, letting go of the anxiety of life because the six days are going to be crazy. Letting go, putting all that to the side, taking some time, pray, petition, give Thanksgiving, Give requests to God, it says. Ask God for things. You may not get a yes. You may not get a yes like you think you, you're going to get. But take the time to ask him for things and, yeah. re- and guard your heart and your mind. I, I think that points to the renewal again as well. Yeah, we can't. It's going to be hard for us to guard our, our hearts and our minds if we're, if we're not taking time to spiritually connect with God. 
We need to take more than a minute or two here and there. We need to be able to take a day. If mowing's your thing, make that an activity that you're trying to connect with God. If you're just watching TV or a movie, try and make it a Christian movie or, or whatever. Yeah. So don't just check out, but we need to use these days of rest to grow spiritually. Just a couple other verses where going and taking that time. Mark six thirty one. Then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. I don't know exactly that it means this, but I think we could apply this in our own in our own lives by saying, get away, rest with Jesus. Because Jesus is telling his disciples, let's go, let's take some time to get away from the hustle bustle of life. That Sabbath day, we're going to get away. When he says, come with me, apply it to yourselves right now. You know, come with Jesus to a quiet place and get some rest. Yeah, I think I think if you combine that with, with Romans 12 there, so don't conform to the patterns of this world, but come with Jesus by yourself. Yeah. Find a quiet place. And that's not the typical pattern of the world, right? Yeah. So quit doing what everybody else is doing and, and do what you need to do. That's different for each one of us. Yeah. Nick is mowing the yard and that's where he likes to take a moment and connect. I like splitting firewood and, and connecting, mm-hmm. um, which is out of the, the realm of the norm, but I'm stepping away from, not too many people want to join me in, in cutting <laughs> firewood. And I'm getting moments by myself and moments with God. We had a guest on here for the our ministry that we help in, and we're doing some special videos for that. And she has a prayer room that she goes and gets right. alone time with God. Like she created a whole room to go in there shut the door and when she's in there like her family knows yeah you're gonna you gotta leave me alone unless it's life and death yeah you're not coming you're not bugging me in here get out of your normal routine and find a spiritual connection with god um solomon 62 1 says truly my soul finds rest in god my salvation comes from him truly he is my rock my salvation he is my fortress i will never be shaken. That's just a really powerful verse that actually somebody sent it to me the other day. Really? I was like, oh, I need to save this. Perfect. <laughs> but our our soul will find rest in God. And yeah. when our soul finds rest, we're going to find peace, joy, happiness. We're going to find all those things. There you but go. if we don't take a moment, step away and say, is this what you truly want for me, God? There you go. We're going to continue to be stuck in the pattern of the world. Perfect. I think to wrap it up, I guess, taking the time to physically and spiritually rest are important in the Bible. I mean, it's more than one time where where we've shown you that getting away or taking a moment, taking time, taking the Sabbath, keep it holy, look to him. I mean, physically and spiritually resting is a good thing in biblical. Even Jesus did it. There you there, go. There's multiple moments where Jesus went to the mountain he, he went to be alone. Right before he was crucified. Yeah. He took some of the disciples in to pray with him, and then he went a little further, and he prayed by himself, him and God. And and he found what God's will was in that moment, and it was, you know, the thing that he had a heavy burden. He wanted to take that, wanted God to take that cup from him, right? But yep. God said, no, this is, this is the plan. Yeah. This is what you're going to do. And he went willingly, which is crazy. 
Yeah. That's a whole nother episode. How crazy is. that is. So like we said, make sure you tune in next week um, to the podcast. So subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to because next week we have a we got a lot going on. Next week we are unveiling the new studio. Yes. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We'll have pictures up there yeah. so that you can see it. And then we have a, I think, I think it's a, amazing. It was funny. You talked earlier. We spent some more money on the, on, on the studio, which that's, this has so far been a money hole that we're, it's good. That's good. Right. God's going to bless us for it um, in whatever way he feels he needs to. But all the, we do have merchandise that you can buy. And right now when you buy the merchandise, we're giving a hundred percent of the profits of that right now to destiny's rescue destiny's rescue and we are having on chris russell from destiny's rescue on yeah and he is heavily involved in that ministry um in and we're going to have him on and we're going to have him talk about the sex trafficking world and and his his heart for the ministry and all the things he has done um through that ministry and how they've we want to let him share his heart with us and so he's we've said hey we'd love to have you on he's like absolutely he wants to share what they're doing um we want we've partnered not technically partnered with them but we're giving all the profits of these shirts that we're selling for i can't remember the date but it was like 10 weeks yeah and may something so yeah to help them so take some time check out the merchandise um check out the new studio this week that we'll have pictures on and make sure you listen to next week's episode you can find it facebook live we'll be on facebook again we're going to be with an amazing guest it's going to be a great week i'm super excited for this next week new studio great guest and a great cause yeah so absolutely thanks for tuning into the two fish podcast where we try to keep biblical truth simple make sure you go check out our facebook page and our instagram page hit those like subscribe and share buttons and make sure you keep coming back